Hello and welcome back to Zach's Fact Shack. I'm Zach. Today we're going to learn about some weird and random and wacky facts and I can't wait to share them with you. Before we get going though, I need to remind you to like, to share, to subscribe to this podcast. Let your friends know about everything that you're learning here and all of the information that you're getting. You can find us at anchor.fm forward slash Zach's Fact Shack. It's there that you can find all of the podcast locations for your favorite app. Maybe that's Spotify. Maybe that's Apple Podcasts. Maybe that's Amazon Music. If that's what you want to do, go find it there. It's totally cool. But you can also, on anchor.fm, you can find a way. That's where you can actually reach out to me with questions, with comments, with concerns, with topic ideas. Maybe you have a correction for a past thing that we talked about. I would love to hear from you. Just reach out there. You can talk to me. I can't wait to hear from you guys. So let's begin. So the first thing I want to talk about is the word unfriend. Now, we know the word in the modern context of Facebook. I'm going to unfriend someone, right? That means you're going to take them off of your list of friends who can see and follow what you're doing on Facebook. It's a pretty common common vernacular for that word. That word actually appears in 2007. That's when it becomes popular to use. But did you know that the word has actually existed for far longer? In fact, as early as 1659, is whenever we find that this word exists. 1659. Possibly could have gone even earlier into the 13th century. 1659 is just the earliest that we have proof that the word was used. Now, the term didn't actually mean what we use it to mean now in the meaning of the word unfriend, to act as removing someone as a friend on Facebook. That comes around in 2007. But the term unfriend actually meant someone was your enemy. A friend is your friend, but an unfriend is an enemy. I know it's rather confusing. I think that's why it probably fell out of use for that particular meaning. But that's literally what it means. It uses the prefix un, meaning to uh, remove, to negate, and the word friend, which we all understand what a friend is, to negate friend. A negated friend is an enemy, that's for sure. Whenever you unfriend someone, I'm sure that y'all are probably on more enemy terms than anything. The next thing I want to talk about is the only blockbuster left in the world. Now, if you're my age or older, you remember what blockbuster was. Nowadays, everybody's like, oh, that's just Netflix. It's cool. But Netflix actually came about as a mailing competitor to Blockbuster. So Blockbuster, for all of you newbies that have no idea what I'm talking about, Blockbuster was a store where your parents would take you to in the local town where you lived. You would go in there and you would find your movie that you were going to watch with your friends for that weekend. Maybe you got two of them if you were really lucky, but generally, for at least in my family, because you know we wasn't the richest people in the world, we got one movie and that was it. That's what we were going to watch. And what we would do, because more often than not, it would be family night. So what we would do is we would find this movie. We would get some uh, tombstone pizzas from the Piggly Wiggly. Yes, that's the name of the store. Piggly Wiggly. If you're from the South, you understand. All you Northerners, I, 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 I feel sorry for you. You're Kroger, probably where you went. We went to Piggly Wiggly. So we would go and get these tombstone pizzas, frozen pizzas. We would cook them, 
and we would hang out and we would watch the movie. Maybe it was a Disney movie, right? Maybe it was a new action movie. Whatever it was, that's where you got it from was the local movie rental location. Blockbuster just happened to be the big chain name of those stores. Netflix comes around and creates a mailing system where what you would do is you would pay Netflix and you would get so many DVDs sent to you by mail. Before you could get another one, though, you would have to return the DVD back to them and you would keep doing this until now Netflix is fully online. They no longer offer the DVD service by mail. You have to watch online or you don't get to enjoy Netflix. Well, this was just too much for Blockbuster. It finally killed them as a corporate entity. The corporate stores finally closed all of their doors in 2014. That left just the Bend, Oregon location as one of 50 remaining franchise stores. Remember, so corporate-owned stores closed in 2014, but the franchise stores hung around. This was 50 of them left worldwide, 50 of them. But in July of 2018, it became the store in, in Bend, Oregon, became the last blockbuster in the United States. And in 2019, it became the last blockbuster in the world. Now, I don't know if you're able to get VHS tapes there like you used to. I'm sure it's probably more DVDs than anything now, but surely they have some VHS tapes. I mean, why would you get rid of them, right? They still work. Keep them, right? Somebody's got to have some, you know, vintage VCR hanging around. But I just thought it was really cool that part of my childhood, though for some people that your childhood may be farther away than it is for me, some people it's closer than it is for me. Blockbuster was still a major part of the culture of the 90s and 2000s, the years that I grew up. And there's only one store left in the entire world with the name Blockbuster. I wonder how much longer that store is going to exist. Now, to enter the political sphere, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm not going there, but we're going to skirt around it. So you've all heard of the Supreme Court, at least I think most of you probably have. If you've kind of paid attention at all in school, you should have heard of the Supreme Court. It's made some really big decisions, good, bad, and ugly. It's made them, right? Depending on which side of the political aisle you fall, it determines whether they were good, bad, or ugly. But they have made those decisions nonetheless. The Supreme Court is known as the highest court in the land. And that's simply because the Supreme Court is the final stop in the judicial process of our government. All laws that are being looked at, any cases that are being looked at, anything that's being reviewed by the courts goes all the way up to the Supreme Court. And they make the final choice. There is no one to appeal to after the Supreme Court. That's it. So it's the highest court in the land. Or is it? In fact, it's not. And I'll make, I'll make you make sense right now. How many of you like basketball? I personally can't stand it. I find it boring. I can't help it. Maybe someone can show me how to enjoy the sport, but nobody has so far. I'd prefer to watch football or baseball. I just don't get basketball. Maybe somebody can help me one day. But apparently, there is a basketball court in the Supreme Court. It's there for the exercise of Supreme Court employees, including the justices, for 
police officers of the building that's keeping this building safe. But the thing is, is the Supreme Court is under this basketball court. The basketball court is on the fifth floor of the Supreme Court building, which is well above the floor that the Supreme Court sits on. The Supreme Court room is below the basketball court room. This makes the basketball court the highest court in the land. I kid you not. I thought that was a pretty cool fact. It's a random fact. It's a weird fact. But hey, that's what we do around here. You know what I'm saying? Now, maybe this will reach out to some of my older generational listeners. And I've seen the statistics. I know you exist. It's probably just one, but you exist. You're there. You might even remember what I'm talking about. For everybody else, I'll try to explain it. Does anybody remember or know of or have heard of Elvis Presley? Surely you've heard of something about Elvis Presley. I know growing up, my mom loved to watch Elvis Presley movies. I don't really know why, because they were horrible acting. They were musicals. I don't know, but I had to watch them. I've seen a few that were good. I can't remember right now off the top of my head what the name of the movie was, but I know me and my sisters really enjoyed it. They, uh, they end up in a, in a, a abandoned hotel in the middle of the desert. It turns into this weird, just for like 30 minutes of the movie, it turns into like this weird horror thing. I can't remember what the name of the movie is, but it was a fun movie. I enjoyed that one. That one was great. But one of the things about Elvis is that he was incredibly divisive. I don't know that he was doing it on purpose, but it ended up being that. So there was a lot of people that were for him. There was a lot of people who were not for him. So when you alienate half the population, you can't make as much money. But never fear, his agent was here. His agent figured out a plan where because these people would not buy the merchandise saying talking about Elvis with his music or his movies, he actually made badges and buttons and merch stating, I hate Elvis, and sold those to the people who would not buy things from Elvis. He genuinely made money off of the people who hated, who hated Elvis. He got money from both sides of the aisle. It was awesome. It's incredibly ingenious. I wish I could make, I wish I could have thought of that because that is awesome. Now, we've all heard of rap battles. At least I think we've heard of them. I personally don't live in that world where that's a big thing, but I have been told reliably by at least one coworker that they do exist. But did you know that they are not new? In fact, the earliest known quote-unquote rap battles actually began in the 5th century. In the 5th century, so the 400s, right? We live in the 2000s, right? This was the 400s, 1,600 years ago. Rap battles happened. They were called flighting, not fighting, flighting, though I'm sure they probably led to fighting, but they were an exchange of witty and insulting verses. Yeah, 
witty and insulting verses. And what they would do is instead of fighting and dueling, they would try to do a flight battle and they would give poetic exchanges of insults to each other. And these would become quite, quite gruesome. They would insult you. They would insult your mother. They would insult where you came from. They insulted your wife and your kids. They did not care. They just kept going so long as it was in a poetic form. This was the original rap battles. Now, this is going to be a little bit more of a random thing, but I wanted to look it up to see if it was true. And so far as I can tell, it is. I can't get a lot of detail on it, but it seems to be true. And it's this, that the Indiana legislature tried to pass a bill that would have legally redefined the mathematical principle of pi to 3.2. Now, I'm not a math whiz, and maybe some of you are, and you can count and you've memorized the, the pi digits down to 15 digits. I don't know, but maybe you have. I certainly have not. I know that 3.14 is the simplified, reduced form of pi. And if we go from just there alone, I also know that whenever you're rounding down or rounding, you, if, it gets, if it's a number below five, you round down. So that means that the four would round down to zero. So it'd be 3.1, not 3.2. So even though they're shrinking a number that truly can't actually be rounded because it keeps repeating, they rounded it the wrong way. These people genuinely had no idea what they were doing. They just did it anyway, because why not? I don't know. I don't know what their purpose was, but thankfully it failed. This was in 1897. At least then it failed. Some sort of intelligence reigned and they did not do this because it would not have helped anybody. All right, guys, today's episode has been incredibly fun, at least for me. I don't know about you, but I've enjoyed it. And in fact, I hope that you come back next time as we learn more about more things. Weird, wacky, random. That's what we learn about. Today, it was really random. All over the place. Tomorrow, it might be less random. You never know. But you won't find out unless you come back and listen. Make sure to share the podcast. Let everybody know about it. And we'll see you back next time on Zach's Fact Check. See you then. <laughs>